Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. Hello, how are you today? Good, how are you, Lisa? We're going to be talking about how to check in and balance our energy today. Ooh, I like that topic. Yes, it's a really good one because it's something that people forget to do. Oh, yeah. It's like you go off the rails, and you've been off the rails emotionally or whatever for hours. It's like, how did I get here? If you even ask the question. Yeah, and then if you notice, there's like a momentum going on, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, how did things get out of whack? And I think it's important that people just stop in their tracks, take a deep breath, and check in to see how they're feeling. And maybe even from a bird's eye view detach from the situation and try and see why. I think that is an amazing topic for us to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Coming from someone who got swept away many, many times with being out of whack, out of balance, and I don't mean that in like in a derogatory way, but there were many times that I found myself on the crest of this wave and had no idea how I got there. So Getting to a place where you can go, okay, wait a minute, I am so not in balance right now. And you know what happens to toddlers? They'll go have a temper tantrum. And then they feel better. (laughs) And then they feel better because they kind of release it and they get it out. It's kind of like this. everyone always says, oh, just surrender. Well, I think sometimes the toddlers need to scream before they surrender. (laughs) Um, Here's one adult that needs to scream before she surrenders too. Yeah. Yeah. And... um, you know, as a, as a young child being in, intuitive, I don't even know why I did this, but now being older, I can, I can understand it. I would be upset or I would go in my bedroom and I would try and detach from the current situation and look at it from a bird's eye view, so to speak, to try and see why I was feeling this way. And it was a great instinct to follow because then you can kind of identify, you know, the different players and the characteristics of the family movements that are going on and why are you feeling this way. And typically it boils down to a one-word answer, whether it be a fear of something or, you know, usually a fear is when it boils down to. It's kind of hard to uh, look at it that way, but if you think about it, there could be a fear of not getting the attention from your mom or the fear of, of not getting the toy from your brother or the fear of, you know, having a lack of some sort. Sure. No, I get that. I think my silence was more from, hmm, that's an interesting way of looking at it because for me as an empath, 
a lot of my becoming out of balance was more the lack of awareness at the time of I was picking up energies from other people. Right, and not knowing it. Right. So then that would that would put me into a place of like a survival mode. Mm-hmm. And and maybe some fear because there's not an understanding of what's happening. Right. And you know, this is a little bit off topic, but as we're younger and we build up these tools to protect ourselves from these fears, a little barrier or energy wall will go up. And as you get older, you don't need those walls anymore. So it's good to check in and release things that aren't needed anymore. And that's regaining balance. But people don't typically understand that there's an energetic way that they need to check in to see how they feel. If they could do this on a regular basis and rebalance, then they're not going to they're not going to have all that build up. One of the things that just popped into my head is um, I'm going to go back to your regular meditation practice, right? So you meditate every morning and that kind of helps to set a baseline for you for the day. Absolutely. However, that doesn't mean that it's a one and done. Correct. You, depending on what's going on in your day and in your life, you might be checking in once an hour or... You may not need to check in the whole rest of the day. Depending on your work environment, you may be checking in very regularly. <laughs> yes, yes. Or And doing ho'oponopono and doing breath work and doing everything. Go hug a tree. <laughs> yeah. In one of the books that I co-authored, Spiritual Guidance, Trusting the Voice Within, there's multiple tools in this book. It's an interactive workbook to help you get in touch with your spiritual guidance. We talk about what you're supposed to do before and after each exercise, which is checking in with your balance. Check in for a few deep breaths and see how do you feel? How is your energy? What is your vibration at this moment? And just notice without judgment or labels, and that's key. You know, you don't want to have... Um, already set a judgment on how you're supposed to feel or what the reaction is people are expecting from you. So check in with yourself before you do an exercise. Check in with yourself again when you're done with the exercise. One of the aspects of this that catches me, because again, we view everything from our upbringing and our abilities um I don't always look at it from a vibrational perspective I mean yes that's like important but for so many people that are empaths and are embodying so many different aspects of energy around them it's a good time to actually look so to speak at your body where do I feel what Mm-hmm. You know, can I can I describe if I have a slight heaviness or a denseness or something along those lines in my body? Can I recognize that? Because you're physical and you're non-physical. Exactly. And your emotions, if you're having emotional uh, upheaval, a lot of times that brings a physical upheaval. Right. 
when I teach Reiki, one of the important aspects that I teach is that energy impacts the physical and the physical can impact the energy. So if it's, if it's emotional, Mm -hmm. you know, that's physical, that's chemical, that's energetic, it can have a snowball effect. Yeah. And what we want to do with this whole idea of checking in and, you know, figuring out where our energy is to help balance is to stop the snowball. Right. Now, a lot of times people can't, I can't say that they can't, or they have more challenges doing it in their wake state. So they can ask for a healing to take place during their dream state. But ideally... Ideally, it's better to do it in wake state. Only because then (laughs) we become more aware. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But if I tell people, okay, please go meditate or go take a salt bath or go take a... I get the... I get a, a lot of pushback. Sure. Because they say they don't have time. We're too busy. They're too busy. Yep. And I'm like... In my mind, I'm saying, well, that's really not true. You can make 10 minutes a day, you know, but (laughs) it's not up to me. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, It's not a one-size-fits-all. No, no, it's not. And I do think that we get caught up in the labels. Mm -hmm. um, And it's the labels that get us stuck. Right. Um, The bottom line is you need to take time to check in with yourself. And if you notice that you're having a glitch in some area, give yourself an opportunity to make it feel better. Just go with your emotions. How will I feel better? Will I feel better to to take a breath, to take a walk, to to just take a time out? A time out would be nice. (laughs) Coming from a corporate world, we both understand what it's like to have a few moments to ourselves. Yes. There's a lot of demands. There placed on us and in that we make. Yep. I found there were many times I would go to the restroom and that's where I found my time out. I know it sounds a little bit crazy, but when you're in a building full of people and maybe you don't have any doors to close, Mm -hmm. a bathroom door can close. I went outside and hugged a tree. My workplace, it was a little bit harder to get outside. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, I would go out for a walk yeah. and I would, I would touch a tree if I couldn't hug it without people looking at me, but they, you know. Yeah, but you can always go and lean up against a tree. Lean up against a tree. <laughs> I mean, you do what you have to do. Um, actually, um, a good friend of mine, we created a group that would meet in the mornings before work and we called it, um, creating a lucid mind or calm, and we did guided meditation for a few minutes before work. And I was surprised that we did get uh, quite a few people that would join in, and I think they still do it today. Oh, isn't that an amazing legacy? Yeah, it is. It really is. And, you know, just to plant the seed or bring a little bit into the corporate environment is not a bad idea. I used to stick angel cards. Um, They're just little cards that would have little uh, sayings on them near my desk, and people were really stressed out, especially uh, employee benefits during open enrollment time. Um, You know, insurance is definitely a more um, dry topic than spirituality. So, (laughs) But I would keep them out there, and people would come and stressed out. They'd pick a card, and they'd feel better. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, 
you know, it's not a bad idea to check in and leave an opportunity for someone else to, you know, embody or embrace that uh, thought process. Another thought that popped into my head where this would be super effective is driving. So we live in Pinellas County in Florida, and it is a very, very dense population here. And driving can be very challenging. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> we, we have, you know, it, traffic is thick, and people race from light to light. I didn't think it could get any worse than New Jersey until I came here. <laughs> yes, well, a lot of people are migrating south, right? <laughs> um, but when you're sitting at a light, and maybe your adrenaline is pumping because you're driving and all of this, that is a perfect time to breathe, mm-hmm. to like really... Keep your eyes open, though. Yes, keep your eyes open, but but breathe. <laughs> Conscious breath. And allow yourself to, like, your muscles to relax and, and your heart rate to come down. A conscious breath can really bring a lot of benefit to you. That's it. You know, just a conscious breath. I mean, I always say that I don't necessarily do this while I'm driving, but you always have access to your thoughts, to your breath, to your visualization. And that can bring you a great deal of grounding to yourself. So no matter where I'm at, uh, whether I would be in the corporate environment getting ready for a difficult meeting, I would have my feet on the ground so they'd be grounded. I take a huge focused breath. I would imagine a white light coming in through the top of my head. Please, whatever visualization works for you. Maybe you surround yourself with uh, I liked angel wings. They would dust off my aura and keep it clean. And just kind of like reset myself for that day uh, or for that meeting. And it, it helped me greatly with that. Um, I guess what I'm, I'm thinking is the entire purpose of the ability to check in and kind of like ground and balance is that you're not carrying over like in the instance of a meeting like this or whatever the scenario is that you're not carrying this baggage right into that situation. Right. So it's almost like a clean slate. Yes, or staying present, or as we always talk about how all different modalities are connected in yep. that state of presence or that state of quiet or yep. or in the Ho'oponopono, the zero, yep. place of zero. I taught yoga for I don't know how many years, and I've, I've kind of gotten away from it, but the one thing that I would always cue the class is to return to your breath. Mm-hmm. No matter what is going on, whether you are uncomfortable in your body because maybe your body is gaining strength or your body is gaining flexibility and that's uncomfortable, if you return your attention to your breath, it brings you present in your mind. Right. That's very true. 
Yeah. Um, another thing popped into my mind <laughs> is that depending on what's going on in your life, um, sometimes we go through challenging times. And we have to be more diligent in certain areas, and we get like a little armor around us or a little bit forceful. Um, I found my energy during certain times would get very, very strong, and I would find signs when I would dream or I'd go to bed, I would be taught certain lessons, and I had to dial it back, um, meaning, and it's hard to explain, um, I, I guess I was such a strength that I was showing to move through some of our issues that we were going on that I became more of a masculine energy. So in my dream, I may have seen things that belong to a man rather than a woman on me. Okay. <laughs> and it was in my mind, then I had to dial that back and I had to come back to balance. So it's a, because everybody's going to have a different way of viewing things and receiving things. And I guess my guides were being very direct to me um, so that I would get the understanding that I was being too strong and too forceful. So it's kind of like a pendulum or a pendulum sways all the way one direction because it needed to go there. But it, now it needs to come back to the middle, to the balance to find its balance. And we can say feminine and masculine or the yin and the yang to get your balance. But this balance needs to regroup and regain regularly because what you're dealing with today is not what you dealt with yesterday and not what you will be dealing with tomorrow. It's unique. Well, and you're not the same person today no. exactly as you were yesterday right. or you will be tomorrow. Right. So clean slate, rebalance... Mm-hmm. And, and this is journey surfing. It, it is. <laughs> and I want to mention, and again, sort of off topic, but this is the way our conversations go. If you find yourself in a situation like what Lisa is talking about, where you've stepped very much into your masculine energy, there's usually a reason. Right. And again, or if you're a man stepping into your feminine energy. It, exactly. It, it's not always a bad thing. And again, that's good and bad are labels. It's just a thing. Is that where you want to reside? How can I come back into more of a balanced state? Right. And, um, you know, we're stuck with our English language as we communicate. But when we use these labels like masculine and feminine, they're just trying to uh, communicate a difference from one vibration to another. So whatever that vibration may be, if you find yourself swinging so far over to the one side because you have to deal with a certain issue, then check in with yourself and say, okay, where do I need to be today? You know? So we've been talking, Lisa, about you know, checking in and balancing our energy, and, and there's so many aspects of our lives that can knock us off balance. Um, we've talked a bit about like uh, work life and different personalities that we interact with, our families, the holidays, and quite frankly, even some of our spiritual practices can knock us off balance. Yeah, I agree with that uh, because if we don't check in and see where our balance is, any of our practices can be out of whack just to check in with that. So my practice, my go-to, of course, is meditation in the morning and angel cards. I always play with the angel cards. And I like to um, 
I like to play with crystals as well to see maybe which vibration I'm pulled to or guided to for that day. So maybe what are your practices that you do? I have to admit that I haven't been super awesome with my practices lately. Um, I am kind of out of balance. Mm -hmm. I have a lot that I'm dealing with emotionally and, and with the violet butterfly and, and um, looking forward to going to school. So right now, very honestly, I'm kind of in a survival mode. Right. So it's kind of a good time to check in to see how you're, you're doing. And maybe you'll need, you'll need someone to give you a Reiki treatment instead of you teaching mm -hmm. Reiki and doing it. Sometimes we need to be on the other side of the table. Absolutely. One of the lessons I've learned lately is being in a place where I can receive mm -hmm. because I do get into a very masculine I need to do, I need to accomplish, I need to fix. Right, right. <laughs> um, and, and I don't say that in a negative way. Yes, it can have negative impacts if I'm not taking care of myself. And I am telling you, I have needed to go to the beach for a number of weeks and I haven't made it because well, of the weather and the time change. Well, that's the, that's the whole thing. Well, now my my schedule has changed. I stopped working in the corporate environment. So, of course, I have more time and I, I don't have young kids with me anymore, but I'm still a very busy woman. Uh, but I do try to schedule in at least three walks a week where I'm going to the beach or looking at the water because it does bring me peace. And part of the reason why I'm here in Florida is I can be so close to the beach. But let's just say that you're, you're in a location that doesn't have that or you don't have that ability. You can still walk out and be with the trees. You can still um, see it on a screen somewhere and just use your imagery to be there. And that can work just the same as it being actually in there. So we're really attached to the healing properties of the beach, but there's gardening, there's yard, I mean, like whatever yard work, there's so many different ways of it, hobbies. And nature is just, nature is the, uh, yeah. a beautiful resource. Yep. It really is. Whether you're in what season you're in or what location you're in, yep. the mountains, the sea, whatever you be. You know? Yes, it, it, exactly. There's, there's that balancing place, that, that peacefulness. Um, our pets. So many different things in our life that can help bring us back to balance. And, and sometimes it's just that moment. And I think gratitude, finding a place of gratitude for whatever's in your experience today, even if you perceive that item to be a negative, it's bringing you something positive. There's always, there's always a dichotomy there. I really believe that we learn from contrast, mm -hmm. right? So we don't understand maybe at the moment at, at the moment right. but we can look at something and go oh okay there's a silver lining with it <laughs> and and from dealing with people and channeling and and looking at different situations i've had that come up as validations over and over again you know certain people have gone through illnesses and even death and things like that where they didn't realize at the time it was bringing their families closer together for greater love which is the bigger picture of things. Right, right. Yeah, I could see where that might be a little bit difficult to see the silver lining. It's and, so hard, yeah. And, and sometimes it, it takes someone pointing it out. 
And it may not always be super well received. It's not well received, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You know, it's all about perspective and seeing things. And those on the other side look at things from a different perspective than we do here. They're not physical, so they don't, they don't feel it the same way that we do. But they're all from a place of love, which is, which is, and I, I can't say that every soul is on that high vibrational flying scale of love, but they see things as levels of light, as levels of love. And some beings are more evolved than others. Just like here, we're not all evolved either. We're always striving to be evolved. We're, it's a working progress for all of us. Some tools I can share as far as getting back into balance is affirmations, to put some daily affirmations into your experience of what it is that you want the outcome to be. And start it out with I am and how you feel. I am free. Maybe stick it as a reminder on your phone so it pops up at different times during the day. And I like some of the teachings of Abraham Hicks and how she says when you're trying to get out in front of something that you're creating, you want to focus on it. Of what you want, just take a few minutes a day and feel like it's already done. It's that feeling that will bring you into alignment. That, so that's what I hope that um, you can do for yourselves. You know, just find that balance that you want. Find what it is that you want to achieve I am free, I am happy, I am healthy, I am abundant, and then just feel like it's done. Almost like you're laying on a raft in a pool. You just feel that weight lifted from your body and just feel that ease and that float. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at the Violet Butterfly MHC.com, including the online store. <laughs>